The Big Scary Show is brought to you in part by Dark Imaginings. Web design, creepy changing portraits, and much, much more. DarkImaginings.com For the deepest, darkest creeps, to the backwoods swamp near the bottom, to the inside of your casket, to the fears lying deep inside your subconscious, it's time for the Big Scary Show. Hey everyone, I'm Spencer Terry from Fear Factory and the Haunted Attraction Association, and you are listening to the scariest of scary, The Big Scary Show. Hey, this is Tim Turner from Cinema Makeup School, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, my name is Amanda McGowan from Ghost Boat in Wisconsin Dells, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hello, creeps. It's me, John Kassir, the voice of... The Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and you're listening to The Big Scary Show, the top podcast in the industry. <laughs> Hi, this is Rallis Khan from MadMonsterMasks.com, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Ken. From St. John, Indiana, representing Lake Hills Haunted House. We want to send a big shout-out to the Big Scary Show for having us on here today. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Big Scary Show with three Big Scary Men and one that wears more makeup than I do. Transworld is almost here, and we're making our final preparations to head to St. Louis. Hopefully, you'll find the time to come by booth 1444 and say hi to the old crone, Wicked Windy, and Badger himself as they cover the biggest trade show in the industry. Let episode 281 of The Big Scary Show be your companion as you make the journey to the show. Storm is ranting about DNA testing in A Haunt Minute. Meat Hook Jim brings you info on the Knights Templar in another installment of Between the Corpses. Badger reads the latest and deadline news, and the old crone brings you tips on taking your staff to Transworld. We also bring you some rockin' tunes to keep you in the Halloween mood. Can you guess the theme? The Roundtable of Terror invites Spencer Terry, president of the Haunted Attraction Association, to have a seat as we discuss what the HAA is doing at Transworld and beyond. There's some important information regarding their three-year plan, the changes to the board of directors, and some very important information if your haunt is CHAOS certified. If you're on the fence about becoming an HAA member, this roundtable may convince you as to why becoming a member could benefit your haunt. All this, plus so much more, 
We Hit the Body, which you will become an accomplice just by listening to The Big Scary Show. And we'll see you in St. Louis. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Badger here with just a couple words for you. It is a brand new year. We are counting down to our 11th anniversary of the show. And all these years of doing what we do here at the Big Scary Show, we've made the decision to do a few changes to the show. Some of the changes will be subtle. Some of them may not be so subtle. But over the course of the next few weeks and months, you may notice a few different things happening to the show. Rest assured, we're going to still bring you the same great content, conversations, interviews, music, news, all the things that you love about the show, and maybe a little more. And this is where you come in. If you have an idea for a segment, if you have an idea for a guest, if you have an idea for a topic for our roundtable, if you think you have something you can bring to the table and become one of our special correspondents, there are perks involved in that. Please let us know. While we're making these changes, we want to hear your input. Do you like the way the show is going? Do you want to hear more music? Do you want to hear less music? Do you want more news? Do you want different segments? What kind of topics do you want us to talk about? Who do you want us to bring on to the show? Send us your feedback. We want to hear about it. You can contact us through Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter. Uh, you can email us, feedback at bigscaryshow.com. Let us know what you think. We read every comment that is sent to us. And we do appreciate and thank all of you for all the years of having the Big Scary Show inform and entertain you. As we've said since day one, without you, we're nothing. So if you have an idea on how we can make the show better, let us know. Thank you. A beast of staggering size. A savage killer destroying everything in its path. An awesome sight never before seen on the screen. Crocodile. The monstrous. The horrifying. The ultimate in sheer terror. Crocodile. Wherever it goes, it leaves a trail of blood and broken bodies. You have no idea what it's like down here. I want all the ambulances you can get. It lives to destroy. It destroys to live. It comes from the bowels of the earth. An angry, defiant beast. Its massive size, its immense razor-sharp teeth, which can tear a man in half, combine to make it the most terrifying killing machine ever created. Crocodile. Wait it on. Good evening. My name is Deadfield, the zombie butler. Visit me and all my friends here at vfxcreates.com and check out the new Putrid Pete, the zombie puppet. We have several new products that you might want to see. (laughs) See you soon at vfxcreates.com. Music by Midnight Syndicate. Valentine Wolf. Black Black Kisses. On the Big Scary Show.
Hello everybody, this is Drew Badger and this is Deadline News for episode 281. We got a lot of news, so let's get to it. And we're going to start off with this from the Haunted Attraction Association. This comes to us via Brett Molitor. The Chaos Committee of the Haunted Attraction Association has set the path for the chaos recertification for all of those who were certified before 2020. As of March 2020, the HAA board approved the chaos certificates to expire for all in 2023 and be valid for three years. If you completed it in 2021 or 2022, you are not up for recertification. We will do it all online within five hours to be done in several sections. It will be offered after the February Trans World Convention in February, March and April in limited live Zoom sessions, and after May 1st we will offer it totally online to be completed at the person's own schedule. The live sessions will be edited and made available online so it can be completed independently. Registration and complete completion of the documents will be online as well. The cost will be $75 for HAA members and their staff and $150 for non-members. We wanted to get this out to you now so you know and not have to schedule time to take the main original chaos classes during the upcoming Transworld Trade Show. Thank you sincerely, the Chaos Committee. You can get more information at hauntedattractionassociation.com. And just a reminder, our roundtable of terror has Spencer Terry, the president of the Haunted Attraction Association on, and we do discuss the chaos recertification, so stay tuned. Staying with Transworld, we have this update from Transworld's Christmas Show, announcing the Transworld Christmas Mixer. Don't miss out on this amazing networking opportunity. Meet and mingle with other Christmas show buyers, owners, and vendors, and enjoy some holiday spirits. Appetizers will be mini fried chicken tacos, tomato mozzarella crostini, and toasted meat ravioli, and a cash bar will be provided. Sponsored by Christmas Designers, happening Thursday, February 2nd from 5.30 to 7.30 at the Magnolia Hotel, this event is free for all Transworld attendees. More information can be found at haaashow.com. We have some haunt news, this one time from the Frightmare Haunted House in Chesapeake, Virginia. For one night only, February 11th from 7 to 9 p.m., Frightmare presents Heartstopper. Frightmare twists beloved Valentine's Day into a wretched and terrifying experience. Hey, it's what we do. You must be 18 or be accompanied by an adult to enter. $20 for a credit card or $15 in cash will get you in. Full Contact Extreme is $10 extra. Get more information at their Facebook page, facebook.com slash experience frightmare. We have this from the 13th Floor Haunted House in Denver, Colorado. The 13th Floor Denver presents Love Bites, a Valentine's Day haunted house, February 17th through the 19th. This is great for Valentine's date nights as well as Galantine and Palatine celebrations. This year's experience is packed with exciting thrills and chills for a night you won't forget. Learn more about this event and sign up for early access at 13thfloorhauntedhouse.com slash lovebites. We have this news from the Kingdom Come State Park in Cumberland, Kentucky. Kingdom Come State Park presents My Bloody Valentine. 
Looking for some scary fun for your sweetheart? Our Halloween haunted house is getting a makeover, and love is in the scare. Join us for this one-night-only event. Admission is only $5 a person, and tickets will be sold at the gift shop. My Bloody Valentine Haunted House is not recommended for ages 12 and under. Happening Saturday, February 11th from 6 to 9 p.m. Get more information at their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Kingdom Come State Park. We have this news from the Lincoln Mill Haunted House in Philadelphia. Lincoln Mill presents Victor's Valentine for one night only, Saturday, February 11th. Equipped with only a candle, venture through the hidden chambers in the darkness. With a Valentine's Day twist, your senses are sure to be heightened as you encounter the mill's ghostly inhabitants and the ghost of Victor's Valentine. It's a dark love story. Get more information at LincolnMillHaunt.com. We have this update from Nashville Nightmare Haunted House in Nashville, Tennessee. Looking for something exciting to do to celebrate Valentine's Day? Need a truly one-of-a-kind gift idea? Love Bites is the place to be, so grab your tickets fast. Nashville Nightmare features a Valentine's Day haunted house packed with plenty of thrills, as well as the additional option to book a number of exciting add-ons with your ticket purchase. Learn more about this event and sign up now for early access at nashvillenightmare.com slash lovebites. We have this from the Mayhem Haunted House in Ottumwa, Iowa. We scare you in the cornrows, but can we scare you in the snow? For two nights only, coming this lovebird season, Mayhem Haunted House presents to you a night to dismember. Join us for a special Valentine's holiday haunt that's sure to bring you a night full of screams. If you dare. Mayhem Haunted House presents a night to dismember February 10th and 11th from 7 to 10 p.m. And admission is only $10. Get more information at mayhemhauntedhouse.com. There's some convention news with an update from Days of the Dead coming to Las Vegas. It is with great pleasure that we announce the addition of actress Nancy Loomis to the guest roster for Days of the Dead Vegas, happening February 17th through the 19th at the Plaza Hotel and Casino. Nancy Louise Keyes, known professionally as Nancy Loomis, is a former American actress and frequent collaborator of filmmaker John Carpenter. She portrayed Annie Brackett in the original Halloween and also appeared in his films Assault on Precinct 13 and The Fog. She reprised her role as Annie in Halloween 2 and made her final film appearance as a separate character in the standalone film Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Get tickets and more information at Days of the Dead. We have an update from Haunters Against Hate. This comes to us via Paul Lanner. I'm excited to announce that Linda Blair will be writing the intro for The Book of Haunters, Volume 10, Haunters and Pets. Profits from this volume will go to Ms. Blair's World Heart Foundation Dog Rescue. Get more info and submit those photos at hauntersagainsthate.com. We have this news from the Dark Hour Haunted House in Plano, Texas. Dark Hour fans fell in love with our newest event, Dead by Dark Hour, so we're bringing it back for one more night. This survival-themed haunted attraction will transport guests into the world of 1980s-style slasher films 
where they must outwit, outrun, and outlast the slashers stalking the halls. With immersive sets, high levels of interactivity, and a need to keep moving, this show is not for the faint of heart. Dead by Dark Hour returns for one special night, Saturday, February 11th. Tickets are on sale now, and get yours while you still can, and treat your date to a bewitchingly bloody Valentine's Day weekend. Get tickets now at darkhourhauntedhouse.com, and you can save $5 by using code NIGHTMARE. And finally, we have some sad news regarding the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It is with a very heavy heart that we pass on the news that Sal Piero, founder and longtime president of the Rocky Horror Picture Show fan club, has passed away. Sal founded the fan club in 1977 and was the de facto face of Rocky Horror fandom for decades. He appeared in the movie Fame as a Rocky Horror MC and had a cameo in the Rocky Horror sequel, Shock Treatment. He also had a cameo as the wedding photographer in the 2016 Rocky Horror television remake. In the days before the internet, Sal kept the fandom up to date on Rocky Horror goings-on with newsletters and personal mail responses. He was a key part of Rocky Horror conventions, especially the ones where 20th Century Fox had a hand in producing. He wrote several books about Rocky Horror, including two volumes of Creatures of the Night, which chronicled several years of the fandom. To say the cult following wouldn't be the phenomenon it is today is an understatement, and he will be sorely missed. The Big Scary Show sends its deepest condolences to the family and friends of Sal Piero and offers up this moment of silence. Remember, folks, if you have news in the haunted house, Halloween, or horror industries, and you want it on the show, email it to us, news at bigscaryshow.com, and we'll get it on the show. No news is too big or too small. This concludes this edition of the Big Scary Show's Deadline News. <laughs> Spectral Illusions is a digital production studio creating video effects for your home or pro haunt. They carry over 30 stock videos ready for immediate download, as well as USB drives preloaded with multiple effects. In partnership with AAXA Technologies, they now carry projectors preloaded with multiple effects. And now Big Scary Show listeners can get 15% off downloads, USBs, and screens with code BIGSCARY15. Projectors not included. Visit SpectralIllusions.com and add some life to your haunt. That's SpectralIllusions.com. Broadcasting to you from the darkest regions of the Earth. This is a Haunt Minute. And now... With this week's commentary, Storm. Alright, so this week I found a uh, news article uh, right here in Cumberland, Rhode Island, right down the road from me. Um, apparently a little 10-year-old girl brought in a cookie and a carrot that had been left out on Christmas Eve and the next morning had a bite out of it to the police 
for DNA testing. Yes, she went all CSI and wanted to DNA test a cookie to make sure that Santa really came to her house. Um, well, you know, the police played along completely with it and, and um, you know, said, oh yeah, we'll send it to the lab and everything, and, and came back and said, well, it's inconclusive, but we did have reports of a jolly man wearing red around the house, around your area that night. So, it made big headlines, especially with the police playing into it and going, oh yeah, it probably is Santa Claus with it, and, and you know, the whole DNA thing. Um, it's... It's pretty cool. I think this is also part of, you know, we no longer have uh, cartoons on Saturday mornings. You can find channels with um, CSI and Law & Order playing 24 hours. So that's what we get. We have kids, instead of getting up and wanting to open their presents, yes, they're bagging cookies and sending it off to the police to make sure that Santa's real. That'll be a hard conversation in a few years. But... What if we applied the DNA testing to haunting? You know, I've had some um, discussions and and go, well, we could have it that people could try and test the actors to see if they're real monsters. And I look at that idea and I go, ah, no, I don't think we need intoxicated customers because it wouldn't be little kids doing it. It'd end up being, you know, your 20-year-olds and stuff. And we'd have intoxicated customers chasing our actors around with those extra long Q-tips, which would not be fun. But, you know, we could use it ourselves with the actors and find out if some really are human. Because, well, we've been around each other and sometimes we've got questions. Especially a security team. Now, those guys, I don't know if they pass the DNA test. So next time, keep every minute scary. Tune in next episode for another Haunt Minute. Hi, this is Josh Gates from Travel Channel's Expedition Unknown, reminding you to send all hate mail to storm at bigscaryshow.com. Solitude Black. Solitude Black. I Vampire. I Vampire. On the Big Scary Show. The big scary Show. The big scary Show.
Want to take your haunt to a new dimension of terror? Then let Dark Imaginings conjure up some ghoulish graphics and web design services for your home, haunt, or crypt. Mm. To see more of our products and services, drop by darkimaginings.com. Let us help you get ahead of your competition. <laughs> The Roundtable of Terror is very proudly sponsored by HauntPay. Whether it's time ticketing, virtual queue lines, or anything else related to online ticket sales, have Alex and his staff set you up at HauntPay.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Round Table of Terror, very proudly sponsored by Haunt Pay, and this is the final Round Table of Terror before we all head over to St. Louis, Missouri, and visit and enjoy and network and have a blast at Transworld 2023 being held at the America Center in St. Louis. Now, one of the people that will be prominently featured during Transworld is, of course, the Haunted Attraction Association. They are going to be sponsoring some events out there. They will obviously have a booth. There are many, many things that the Haunted Attraction Association does, not only with Transworld, but with everybody involved in the haunted attraction industry, whether you are just a little mom-and-pop trail or one of the largest haunts in the country or the world, the HAA is something you might want to give a look at. And of course, if you want to talk HAA, the very best person to go to would be the president of the HAA, Mr. Spencer Terry, who I believe is the GM at the Fear Factory SLC in Salt Lake City, Utah. And we happen to have him on the line right now. Spencer, how are you, sir? Hey, all. I am wonderful. I know I can't believe it's time for another amazing trans world. So buckle in. Here we go. Well, it is a month early, so, you know, normally we wouldn't have this conversation this early, but still, <laughs> absolutely. Also want to introduce our regular host up in Rhode Island. We have Storm. Greetings, and no, the rumors are not true. I am not hoarding eggs and chickens in abandoned haunted attractions. <laughs> Dang it. I was going to ask you for some. Down in Cincinnati, Ohio, we have Meat Hook Jim. He's just hoarding the roosters. You know what? I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I got like six, six inches of snow today and I'm done with it. <laughs> and I got to travel through your town en route to St. Louis. That should be fun. <laughs> Down in Fayetteville, Arkansas, we have Jonna, a.k.a. the old crone. Well, welcome, gentlemen. Um, you know, the town that I actually grew up in, which is right next door to me where I live now, is known as Chickendale. Everyone thinks of Wash of Northwest Arkansas as being Walmart country. It is also Tyson chickens country. So uh, <laughs> we're the ones hoarding all the eggs and chickens. 
I have learned something today. My name is Drew Badger in Charlotte, North Carolina, where the weather outside is frightful. It is raining and 40 degrees. That is pretty typical for this part of the country. No snow for me. Although That's we springtime in New England. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, might see some snow heading to St. Louis. But one thing I do hope to see in St. Louis is, of course, the president of the HAA, Mr. Spencer Terry. And Spencer, I have to ask, how much chai are you bringing to St. Louis? <laughs> With chai, we'll be there. I uh, <laughs> I have been asked that so many times, and I'm, I'm happy so many people love it. But yes, in fact, um, huge shout out to Michael uh, up at Ghost Ride. Um, because as we all know, he will be vending at Transworld, and he was very kind enough to say, Hey, bring that chai up here. I'm going to put it on the truck and we'll freight it out to St. Louis. So yes, we have an entire crate, six gallons of chai coming. Um, it is a heavy concentrate. So we're going to be dishing up chai on the mezzanine again, Friday and Saturday. And, and the folks who bring their usual drinks are going to be bringing them as well. So we'll, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but yes, chai, chai all around. Yes, I was introduced to that concept last year when I think I walked into the lobby of the hotel at 1230 at night and you were sitting up there mixing up a batch of something. And I was sitting there, I was sitting there chatting with a haunt owner from North Carolina and you walked up to us and said, hey, anybody want to try some chai? And I'm thinking, oh, God, is this like some kind of code or something? (laughs) I mean, that's that's like (laughs) Christmas drink. What what the hell is this something I don't know about? But. My oh my, that's rather tasty, but I digress. For people who may not know what the Haunted Attraction Association is, maybe you're a new listener, maybe you're a new haunt owner, there's an awful lot of new people in the, in the industry these days. Tell us, Mr. Terry, or Mr. President, what exactly is the HAA and how does it benefit haunted attraction owners or others who may work for haunted attractions? That's a great place to start. Um, You know, the Haunted Attraction Association, essentially, our job is really more than anything else to bring people together and to network. We want to make sure that people have a space, Um, you know, whether you're, uh, you know, you're a home haunter, you're a makeup artist, you're a builder or construction, you're a small, medium or large attraction, you're a vendor, like whatever it is that you do in this industry we want to be able to support you because we recognize that the better we're all doing, the higher all of our boats float, the more people are going to get excited about Halloween, the more people are going to come to our attractions, they're going to spend more money at the vendors. It's it's all really cyclical. And um, and we, we really have stepped up in the last few years um, to really push a very hard three-year strategic plan, which we're really excited about. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about it when we talk about state of the industry. Um, but it's, it's a people's association. That's kind of the idea. Um, and we want to make sure that everyone has a space. And I, you know, I remember when I first, my very first year at, uh, at Transworld, I didn't really feel like I belonged. I was this, you know, small little community, um, haunted house, you know, our budget was, I think $5,000 total, everything. And we just didn't have the money. And I, I remember thinking like, Wow, there's got to be a place where I can like go as a newbie and kind of connect with other newbies and, and find people that are similar to me. Um, and I did not know about the Haunted Attraction Association then. And boy, I wish I would have, because that was that would have been the first step in moving in that direction. And now today, 
that's exactly what we're all about. It's all about just connecting people, whether it's our online members only Facebook group or email lists or legal assistance, you name it. Um, the goal is to connect the dots. Now, you know, I've, I've worked in, in, you know, my job for over 25 years, I belong to a couple of quote unquote professional associations in the course of my nine to five career. And, um, I don't really know what I get out of it. I get a little certificate that says I'm a member. I pay a little dues, you know, every couple of years they have a convention in some town that I usually don't get, you know, travel expenses to go visit. So, you know, I'm skeptical about an association. Why should I, as a, as a young, or as you said, you know, low budgeted, small time, even home haunt, why should I join an association? What's in it for me? I guess would be the big question. Yeah, which I which should be a that's a valid question, right? Like, what's in it for me at the end of the day? Um, the membership ROI, are essentially a return on investment, um, is really driven based off of what people have asked for. So one of the things that we did uh, when we rolled out our strategic plan three years ago is we it was a massive questionnaire. We sent it to the industry, we sent it to vendors, and we sent it to members. Um, and it allowed us to kind of really take a pulse of what people wanted and what they needed right away. And those needs right away are where we started. Um, so now today, I mean, we have our, our very kind of core pin content that uh, that members get. So yeah, we have our chaos class, which is stands for the Certified Haunted Operator and Attraction Safety um, course that's a safety program. We have our top haunts program for some of the top haunts in the industry who focus on safety and they meet certain criteria. Um, we have training after training after training. There's tons of content that happens online. Uh, you have everything from safety training to building uh, building skills, building training, all the way to what we uh, we released a few years ago, um, which was our sexual harassment training. Um, we'll be also unveiling a new. I think we can probably let's let's talk about it now. Let's let's talk about it before we go to uh, state of the industry. But we have another uh, online video training that we're going to be unveiling um, at state of the industry, which is all about youth protection safety because we have a lot of youth that are working in our attractions. There's a lot of things, and you know, it, there's budgeting and making sure that you're you you've got the marketing techniques that you need. Uh, we have local media kits. We have press releases. We have national media that we do. And the list just goes on and on and on. I think right now, um, our current return on investment is about a $9,000 value. We used to inflate it to about $20,000, but the reality is I don't think more than maybe 50% of our members were using a lot of that. Um, and so we've really kind of dialed it in specifically to how people can use the most amount of what they need. Um, having Having access to lawyers, I mean, that, you know, You've got a legal advisory team. Every single member, every single year gets 30 minutes of free legal consultation. Like that's pretty great. So we try and really connect all the dots of what people have been wanting. Um, And we're really excited because we're going to be unveiling another questionnaire that's going to help point us in the right direction for the next three years as well. So we'll continue doing our best to bring people what they need and what they want. Well, you touched on it a little bit. I was going to ask what is new for 2023? With the AJA that I assume most people will find out at Transworld. Yes. Um, our state of the industry is where we'll roll out, um, at least kind of do the announcements of what's happening formally. 
Um, but there's some new things that are coming in. Um, you know, we've got this training um, that's going to be a really big one that's going to happen in, I believe we have that slated for spring, um, spring of spring or uh, early summer, so that that way we can get it into people's hands and have them ready so they can show it to their staff early fall. Um, we do have a new vice president. We can, I don't know if we want to talk about that now or if you want to talk about that a little bit later. Um, we'll do it now. All right. The bosses say do it now. Um, so we have a new vice president. So our our uh, former vice president, Cody Bailey from Hush Haunted House, um, has been instrumental in helping us gather data and really did a lot of behind the scenes work um, and, and helped rebuild our resource library. Um, our resource library has everything that I've mentioned. It's got you know HR manuals. It has policies and procedures. It's got Homeland Security like trainings. There's There's just a lot. So he helped with all of that. Um, but he also opened up a new restaurant, an axe throwing bar, and uh, he's just been just overwhelmed. And so he made a decision and said, you know what, guys, like, I, I want our members to be happy and I don't feel like I can give 100%. So he's stepping away. He's an officer. He's still going to stay on the board. Um, and the, unanimously, the board made a decision to promote uh, Brent Wilson, who owns Doom up in uh, Idaho, runs a really great show there. Uh, it's huge, uh, pretty good, uh, really good footprint haunted house and uh, has done a really great job in the last year that he's been on the board. And so he, you'll see him out and about. You're going to see him doing interviews. Um, he's going to be co-facilitating some content with me um, and is just going to be out and about as the new vice president. So, so there's lots, there's lots that's happening and there will be lots more. And that's, I think our goal is that you know, we we don't want to be stagnant. Uh, we want to continue doing what we can and doing it the best way possible. And we'll keep doing our best. Hopefully that works out. Well, we want to be the first to congratulate Brent Wilson on the new position there. So congratulations. And we're sure he will do a, a bang up job. Yes. Now, one is. of the things I have seen on social media in the past week or so regards the chaos safety training. And the fact that basically it sounds like everybody who is chaos certified at this point is going to have to be recertified because ex their, their certifications are going to, shall we say, expire come this spring. So can you elaborate a little bit on that for people who are chaos certified or this close to being certified? They just need one more class or two. And, and how does that happen? If I only need like one more class to become certified, am I going to have to go through the whole thing again? Yeah, this is this is some really good, um, exciting new news. Um, let me dissect it a couple of ways. So let's start with the why. Um, the reason why this is happening, you know, there's national accreditations. You know, every nine to five has an accreditation or a certification for something. Um, and our goal is how do we better set up our industry to be more of a success so that. Um, it allows operators or it allows vendors to get more of what they need. And um, in doing so, one of those is how do we better kind of really formulate the, uh, the chaos program and the certification program. And so after looking at a bunch of national programs, what we realized is that one of the things that we can do at the NFPA, um, the National Fire Protection Agency, is to really step up the chaos program. Um, and that also includes the certification program. And so we're having to go back to really, really fine tune uh, and drill down who is allowed to do a certification seminar. How are we approving that? 
which shows are allowed to do it? Um, how are they approved to do it? Um, and, and really just kind of dial that in um, substantially. And so one of the things that will be um, rolling out beginning this year then is this new recertification. So the idea behind it is that every three years, um, there will be a recertification. The good news to this is that it's an online certification. So um, it's not, you know, I, I think a lot of folks are concerned, you know, like, oh man, I don't have the money to come back to a show or to come back to Transworld. In this case, this is where our big chaos class is taught. Um, I can't come back and take that class again for a couple of years. Maybe it's financial reasons or staffing reasons. And so um, the good news is the the recertification is happening online. And the idea behind that is that we want folks, they already have, they've already got their credits, they're already good to go, but they need this research. Um, and the research has been specifically chosen content that our members feel is most important for people to understand um, in the here and now. And so uh, that recertification is going to be happening, which will be great. And uh, it's a four-hour research. It's all done online. Our chaos chair, Brett Molitor, is going to be facilitating it with a bunch of other co-facilitators um, that are going to be covering different content as well. Um, and I think it'll be really great. So we're really excited about it. It's a little bit of a headache, but long-term, uh, we feel like it's going to be just an added benefit. You know, like there definitely is times where I think as operators, you know, there's nothing worse than having a fire marshal or a fire inspector that, you know, you build a relationship with year one, year two, and year three, and year four, someone new shows up and you think, uh oh, maybe this is going to be the year. Um, and, you know, you're concerned about A, B, or C, or if they're going to shut you down. Um, every, for the last four years at Fear Factory in Salt Lake City, every single year we have had a different inspector. And um, it has it has kept us on our toes for sure. Um, but one of the things that we do in our introduction is we you know we walk up to them, we welcome them onto the property, um, and one of the first things that we do is we introduce ourselves. Hey, thanks for being here. Oh, and by the way, here's our emergency action plan, and here's our certification to chaos. And we purposely say it just like that because their next question is, oh, thanks. Uh, what's chaos? And it opens the door for us to be able to say, oh, it's a national accreditation. This is a program about safety in haunted houses. There's a whole bunch of criteria that we have to do. We take classes. We have to do a test. And it's a whole process. But we are certified and our staff is certified and 90% of our leadership is certified to do this. And sometimes the conversation ends right there. And they're like, wow, I didn't know you guys took it so serious. Okay, thank you very much. I'll see you next year. Like that literally has happened. And so... I think the more that we can offer this training, um, there are some, you know, there's some states that probably don't really care about chaos and they're still going to do their five hour in-depth inspections, which is great as they should. Um, but the idea is that it at least allows operators to feel more confident in that inspection so that they do pass, they are able to open and they are able to make Halloween great for their community. So, and then last question that you asked about what if you have, what if you're one credit hour away? If you have taken all of your credit hours in the last three years, that's still just fine. If you, some people have like the paper that you used to, you'd gather signatures on. Uh, the last few years, we've been doing it by QRs. So you can actually scan a QR. Um, and we know which credits you still have. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to us by email at uh, hauntedattractionassociation at gmail.com uh, or info at hauntedattractionassociation.com if you'd like. And you can ask us and say, hey, I'm coming to Transworld. Uh, how many more credits do I need? But 
That way, if you've got one more credit hour, come to Transworld, get that credit class, um, and you'll be good to go and you're all set. And you've got this, this four-hour online certification that's going to happen in a few months, and boom, you'll be ready to go for another three years. So it's a lot happening. Uh, it, it has taken two years of approval process to get this right um, and to make sure that we're doing it in a way that's going to be beneficial for members and, quite frankly, beneficial for the industry. Because as we know, look at what happened in Poland. You know, Look what happened in the U.S. after that escape room fire. Every single escape room in the world was shut down for about two weeks. It it really was a shockwave. And it's the same thing that can happen in a haunted attraction association or with a haunted attraction is that the entire association, the entire industry can get shut down if one thing goes wrong in one attraction. And so it it behooves us as an association, but it behooves all of us as operators to take it so serious enough that we all are impacting each other and we rather do it positively than negatively. You know, being in the medical field for a few decades, we'll just say that, um, <laughs> you know, there's, well there's said. certain things that you do. Um, it's like if you're handling um, any kind of bodily fluid, whether it be blood, urine or, or whatever you, you treat that, you handle that as if it is contaminated. Yes. And I try to use that same mindset as far as safety. I'm going to pretend in my mind that the dumbest person in the world is going to walk through there. What are they going to do to that area? Um, you know, if I plug this in here, is that going to overload this? You know, you just have to have that mindset. Yeah. Of You know, it's that saying prepare for the worst, hope for the best Indeed. or hope for the best, prepare for the worst, you know? And whenever I took this, the chaos training last year for the first yeah, time. Yeah, you were in the class last year, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just really blown away by the the quality of the material, the quality of the instructors, um, the amount of information that was given to us. And that was one of the things I asked you. I was like, is there any way any of these classes are going to be online? Because there are a lot of people who can't get to Transworld. Um, I wasn't able to get all of my classes in last year. So I'm still a few credits shy um, to get my certification. Um, so I was super, super excited to see that be announced. So I applaud you guys for getting that done. That's awesome. Well, thank you. And hopefully if you're a few credit hours away, you know, the state of the industry is also a free credit. So hopefully that gets you one step closer. Is all you have to do attend the state of the industry? Yeah. You attend, but you also, if you're doing the QR code, you need to make sure that you get that QR code. Or if you have the paper, make sure that you get it signed and that way you get credit. You can't just show up and leave. You've got to make sure exactly. that you're getting um getting basically it validated that you're actually there. Sorry, Spencer, I just jumped right in there. I'm, I'm glad you that. did. No, it's it's great. And hooray for almost getting your chaos done. I mean, it's a lot of work. It same with me. You know, the first time I, you know, the first time I learned about chaos, it took me three years to be able to get all of mine done. But it was one of the best things that I've done. And now I mean here at Fear Factory in Salt Lake, we've got goodness, I think 30 plus staff that are certified now. And we're really proud of it. It it helps us operate so safely. The fact that we have 30 people always looking for a problem is a great thing. And we're really thankful for it. Now, and I'm glad to hear that you guys are almost, you're almost there, Jonas. So. <laughs> no, it's really yeah. awesome. And I, I love the legitimacy of having an expiration date on this too, because, you know, other things, 
you know, uh, a, a fire inspector or, or somebody looking at safety would go, oh, well, all right, is that a sticker you bought? Did you, did you do this class 10 years ago? That right. type of thing. So this is actually going to add a lot more legitimacy when somebody who's unfamiliar uh, with it looks right into it. Uh, Spencer, you also mentioned the state of the industry uh, a couple of times. Is there something different going on with that this year at Transworld? Yes, sir. Let's talk about that. So um, typically, uh, for those of us that have been at Transworld several times, you know that uh, typically state of the industry happens on Saturday afternoon. And we had some really great feedback from members, and it came up on our board call um, a few months ago that there's so much content and there's so much, you know, we take a, a couple of minutes to do our, our annual meeting. It's like a three minute meeting um, with all of our members. Um, we don't have any voting to do this year, but we at least cover the basics. But then we talk really quickly about like the last, yeah, I think we spent about 10 minutes or so talking about what happened 2022 and kind of a quick overview of the HAA. And then we spend the rest of the time talking about Q&A, what's coming up 2023? Uh, and in fact, be watching our social media because we're going to be posting this Google form pretty soon. Um, I'll make sure to send you guys the link as well because we're going to be asking everyone in the industry, what do you want to ask at State of the Industry? And people can put their questions in and then we're going to try and just do our best to filter those questions and to kind of hopefully boil it down to find 10 or so questions that we can then ask the community who's in the room as well as our board of directors. And it's just kind of a really great way of, of almost kind of forecasting what's happening in 2023. Um, what's happened different this year is that we have moved it from Saturday afternoon to Friday morning. So I will apologize ahead of time, but I will be right there with you at 9 a.m. This is before the show floor opens. Um, the idea is to bring your coffee, come hang out with us, um, because we, what members have asked us, and this is what we realized as a board is, you know what? Thank you, members. You're right. Let's change it. Is a lot of people said there's so much content that happens at this event, and I have more questions, and I need to talk to the board, or I, I need to talk to other members. And before, if it was Saturday afternoon, you have Saturday night, and then boom, the next day, Sunday, Transworld's over. And um, and so moving it to Friday allows us to have the conversation earlier, allows us to get resources to members so members can stop by our booth, um, which, shameless plug, is booth 2023, the year that we're moving into, 2023, um, and stop by the booth and ask questions. And so we can help point people in the right direction. So that's the reason for moving it to Friday morning. Uh, it will be at 9 a.m., Please spread the word. Uh, there will be an event that's going to be set up, I think, pretty soon. But put it on your calendars now uh, because you will want to be there. We're going to be announcing our new uh, vice president. Um, you'll be able to get to meet him. And um, all of the things as we get ready to roll out our next exciting three years and what's to come. So lots of exciting things happening. But yes, thanks for bringing that up, Storm. So if you can't make it to the state of the industry, because like myself, now that it's moved to Friday morning, I will not be able to go because I'm not going to be there until Friday evening. Um, so are you going to have a recording? Um, you know, what? how are we going to get that information? Yes, because, I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because you're usually at every one of those. Sorry, Johnny. I know. 
Um, yes, yeah, so it is going to get recorded. Um, we will. Our goal is to have an audio recording and a video recording because we do recognize that some folks are are going to miss it. Um, and so that's the goal is that we'll have it recorded. And then um, we've got our marketing team, um, whether it's us or it's other folks, we're going to figure out ways to chop it, dissect it, bring it all together um, and find ways that we can get it back out there to the community. So there's there's a lot moving at Transworld and we recognize that not everyone will get to be at every event. And so we try to do our best to um, to connect the dots where we can. I would like to remind everybody you are listening to the Roundtable of Terror here on the Big Scary Show with our very special guest, Spencer Terry, the president of the Haunted Attraction Association, along with our regular co-hosts. We're going to take a very short break and we'll be right back. Are you looking for a comprehensive ticketing solution for your haunted attraction? HauntPay has the answer. We skip the features you don't need and focus on the ones you like, such as timed ticketing and repeat time slots, variable ticket types, bundle and combo tickets, social media discounts, and now featuring all-in-one options including managing your tickets online and at the door, as well as upselling and managing your merchandise and concessions with a comprehensive report on everything at the end of the night. Head on over to hauntpay.com and get started in 60 seconds for free. And we're back to the Roundtable of Terror, talking with Spencer Terry, the president of the Haunted Attraction Association, all the regular hosts. And, and Spencer, I don't know if you heard the last roundtable we had, but Jonna, we had, we had our annual Transworld Survival Guide, and Jonna relayed a very interesting story about her first time mm. going to Transworld. And, and, you know, we've mentioned this a couple of times. There's a lot of new people going, which is one of the reasons we have a Transworld Survival Guide, including two, yes. of, our, two of our guests last week were first-time goers and stuff. But uh, I don't know if you uh, heard that, but Jonna, tell, tell Spencer what, what happened your first time you went. Well, basically I went on, I think I had like $300 on me and that was to cover hotel and travel and food and everything else. So I stayed in a flea bag motel across, across the river. I packed my lunch. I packed snacks. I packed bottles of soda. I would actually leave the convention center and go out to the parking garage in, into my car and and eat my lunch, <laughs> you know, it, but I, I did it. it and I did all of the free things and, um, I did not regret it one, one bit. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. You know, hearing, hearing everyone's first, I mean, first time stories are the best. I mean, I remember similarly, you know, like, I mean, you know, I sure I'm president of the association, but you know, my very first time, I mean, I was a home hunter for almost 20 years. I mean, home haunting is at the core of my being. And if you don't know how to penny pinch and save money, you're not a home haunter. Like that's, that's the reality. And I think that is came, so true. When I came to, <laughs> um, when I came to Transworld, a very similar story, you know, I, um, I was at the time I was managing casinos and hotels. And so I stayed at a casino that was actually at St. Charles across the river, 20 minutes away, but it was free lodging. And so we had to commute back and forth and I packed a cooler and, you know, we had our sandwiches and we had kind of everything that we did. We had breakfast for free. And, and even to the day, like even still now, 
you know, you're going to still, you'll see me on the floor as president of the association. And I've got my backpack on and I have, I have little power bars in the back and I usually have my chai and I have a water bottle because it's, everything's expensive. And at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I, we have work to do and I don't want to take, I don't want to go and eat. I don't want to spend money. I want to stay in the show and network and connect as many dots as possible. And I think the you're, I mean, you're right. Like first year is the, is sometimes the best year, right? It's a lot of fun, but it's uh, I think coming with a plan is always uh, it's always key. And it doesn't matter whether you're spending, I mean, I didn't spend a penny. I'm sure you didn't either. You probably didn't buy very much when your first year. And I, I, I bought, anything, but it's I bought a, uh, yeah, I bought a small necklace from Alan Hobbs. That I was love- it. That's all I bought. Does Alan know that you were like one of the first purchases at trans world? Oh my, that's going to, he's going to love that so much. Well, not only that, but um, my husband at the time, um, mentioned that it was my birthday because literally that was my birthday wish for my 50th birthday was I was going to go to trans world no matter what. Let's edit that out. Your 21st <laughs> birthday. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Go ahead. And he, he mentioned that it was my birthday. And so Alan actually signed it for me. So I have an autographed necklace from Alan Hops from my first year going to in, trans world. In Alan epicness tradition. I love that. Yes. Man. So amazing. Yes. That's awesome. What a cool story. Yeah. So whether it's your first time coming or not, come get ready to have fun. And there's so many free events. We'll probably talk more about the free events that there are, but you know, whether you're going to come to an event or you're going to go, if you know, if you're going to pay, there's a lot of events that you're, you can pay money to go to. My suggestion is to, you know, go on the HAAshow.com on the trans world website Look at all the events. My suggestion is if it's a networking event or a mixer event, that should be your priority. Um, whether you're a big, a small um, attraction, if you're a vendor, if you're a makeup artist, if you're a builder, if you're a tech person, whatever you are, networking is the key. It, it you know, it used to be what you knew in the world was going to get you, and it really is about who you know now. And so, connect the dots. Um, you know, we have an event um, on Wednesday from four until seven at the Flamingo Bowl. If you like to bowl, um, we're giving away a couple of memberships as well to the Haunted Attraction Association. Um, but there's it's a really cool event that we're sponsoring in partnership with Transworld because we recognize that people wanted things to do Wednesday night. They want to get out there. They want to meet people. They want to start networking. And then when you see them on the floor, you're like, wow, ah, what's up? And you give them a hug and you're like, hey, nice to see you again. And it builds those relationships and there's nothing better than starting the conference outright at a mixer event. So there's lots of events to go to, um, whether there it's a mixer event and like the one that's on Wednesday that I talked about. In fact, right after ours is a, I kind of call it the speed dating mixer. I know that's not the right word. Trans world would kill me if, if I knew that was how I was marketing it, but it's essentially speed dating. Right. You just pick your topic and then you go to a table and then you meet other people who are also interested in the same talk- topic and someone is facilitating that specific small table. So it's very intimate conversations, but speed conversations. It's really cool, very beneficial. So there's lots of things to do, um, including the mezzanine where Chai will be. We're, you know, come up on the mezzanine at the Marriott Grand, um, either Friday or Saturday night. And um there at the mezzanine, there's always drinks, you know, grab a drink at the bar if you want, but usually the bar is so packed that people just come upstairs without a drink, but 
we'll take care of you. And, you know, the goal is just to network, find some people, grab a drink, say hi, where the hell are you from? Thanks for being here. How was your year this year? It's, it's kind of a really great way just to informally meet people. So have fun with it. And I, I do see that you sponsor an awful lot of these free events, such as the state of the industry or the Oscars, which is a, another great event that doesn't cost anything. And you get to mm-hmm. see an awful lot of cool people be recognized for their work. And, you know, we can touch on the Oscars a little bit, but let's also touch on the auction that you guys put on, which is another event that I think is just going to be gangbusters this year. Yeah. Yeah, it really will be. Both the auction and Oscars, both of those are also free events. So yes, you're right. Let's plug those. Um, Let's start with the auction. Uh, The auction is Friday uh, at the very close of the show. Um, Doors open at 4.30, begins at five o'clock. My, I will tell, I will tell all of the listeners right now, Don't bother waiting until five o'clock to get there. If you get there at five o'clock, the room will be full. This is a standing room only event packed to the gills. Um, We have the most amazing vendors in the industry um, that put out some of the most amazing products that I've ever seen. There's a reason why movies come to our vendors to buy stuff for shows like they're just great vendors. And so those vendors are donating items to the Haunted Attraction Association um, for us then to be able to turn around and do it as an auction and 100% of the proceeds go back into membership development, how we build resources for members, um, how we're doing events, all of that. And so um, the auction's a lot of fun. A lot of times there's specific one only items or maybe there's only two of them. Uh, Last year, in fact, I think Michael's doing this again from Ghost Ride. We talked about him earlier. Um, but he, he donated a one of a kind prop. He only made two of them, one for a a movie and one for us, for the show, for the auction. Same thing. I think this year, a lot of vendors make really just incredible products that you can't find on the show floor or you can find it on the show floor, but you're probably going to get it at a discount at the auction because at the end of the day, it's an auction. It's a big fundraiser. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. And there's an open bar. It's a cash bar, but there's an open bar as well. I, w- I would like to give a free plug that the Big Scary Show is donating. Yes, oh, you guys I are too. I say, yes, we are. I, I am donating one actor what? workshop. One actor workshop. So if you're a haunt owner and you would like to get a little bit of actor training in in this in the summer and early fall, bid, bid, bid. Money yep. goes for a good cause. There's so. nothing better than bringing in the best to train your team. So yes, thank you again for that donation. Because like... There's so many that are out there and so many donations and it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, and I think a lot of times products get lost on the show floor um, because there's just, it's saturation. There's millions of things to look at in a very short amount of time. And so um, the auction allows to be able to specialize that and see it. Um, You can also stop by our booth 2023, the year that we're all in right now. Um, Stop by booth 2023 is over by the food area. And you can actually see we have tables. There's like four or five tables lined up with all of the content for our online auction as well as our live auction. So um, you can see all of that. You can find it. Um, And I just even just now plugged our online auction, which we should probably talk about, is live right now as we speak. So you can actually go to auctionhaa.com. That's auctionhaa.com. 
And we, we have, that's, I mean, that's up right now. You can bid right now, whether you're at Transworld or not, there's some opportunities for you. So even if you're not at Transworld, you got something, some really great things to look forward to. So, no, so no, that's no, the no, no. Don't tell them about that, the online one, because I already found something I want. He was lying about that. Don't go there. Yeah. Sorry. Mis, <laughs> miscommunicated. Yeah. The auction's a lot of fun. Um, and it's a hoot. You know, it's um, Bob. Cra- if, you don't, if, if you don't know the legendary crazy Bob Turner, uh, he is a he is a walking contained party. And when you unleash that man into an event where there are people it is just, it's so much fun. So he's going to be our auctioneer. Uh, we've got the cash bar. Uh, we have worked to actually have two bartenders this year. There was a long line last year because it was a sold out room. And so um, you can come early if you want and grab that. Just make sure that you're there early. Um, we are going to scan your badge as you come in. Um, just have your badge ready and we'll beep you for the QR and boom, you're in. So it's good to go. So that's the auction. And then shall we move on to the Oscars? Yes, let's. All right. So Oscars then is Saturday night. This is amazing uh, because it's a party. This is the uh, this is a party of parties. We roll out not the red carpet, but we roll out the black carpet because we we as an industry association want to award the best of the best. Um, and this is these are the awards that do it. Um, these awards are amazing and they're they're beautiful. But more than just the award, the trophy, you know, this beautiful glass award is getting the recognition that you deserve. Um, that's really what this is about. This is about the best of the best of our industry. Uh, and this year, you know, in the past, folks have said that um, the awardees have been, you know, hand selected by the board of directors um, or, you know, that there was some bias there. Um, this is the first year that I'm aware of where 100%, 100% of every single person getting the award this year has been nominated by members. Uh, we're really proud of that. And it goes to show that we have some amazing members that are really willing to uplift each other, which I think, again, that's what a great value to have as an industry. Um, but they're also willing to celebrate each other and to see other people get awards for their hard work. Um, you know, and we have everything we, you know, we have, there's different criteria. You have small awards, medium awards, big awards, you have attraction awards, you have individual awards, you have uh, vendor awards. There's just, there's a lot. Um, and it's a lot of fun. And probably the coolest part about it is that <clears throat> if you are a member, you have reserved seating up in the front, uh, which means you get to see the show closest and best. So there it, again, pays to be a member. Um, if you are also a member and you've already renewed for your 2023 year, you can stop by booth number 2023 and pick up um, your wristband and your wristband entitles you to a free drink at Oscars. Um, again, we're going to have double bartenders there to help speed that lineup. So you get a free drink from Oscars um, and there's free food. Um, one of the, We talked about some free events. So um, this is actually... This is something that has we've gone back and forth as an association about whether or not we offer it. And a lot of folks have said, you know, I, I, I brought myself or I brought a few folks with me and I, I really look forward to seeing these awards because it kind of gives me a benchmark of what I want to be or who I want to, you know, who I want to uplift. Um, but it also allows me to have a free meal. And so we work hard to have a really fancy uh, carving station. It's kind of like light hors d'oeuvres. It's like a, it's like small snacks. It's not, you're, it's not a full, you're not going to have a full rack rib of, 
uh, a barbecue, but you, you know, you're going to at least get to have some food to be able to be there and to honor uh, the folks of our industry. So it's a, it's a fun night. People dress up for it. Um, you'll see me in a bow tie because I think that, you know, these are the best of the best and they deserve to be recognized in a very honorable way. So we're really excited. And our board chair, um, John Schwartz, has just knocked this event out of the park. Um, last year was the first year that we unveiled kind of this new production of the Oscars Award. It's polished, it's shiny, it's sexy. Um, we've just really worked hard on making it a fun, professional, um, just really couple of notches up event. And so um, shout out to John and his team for doing a great job again this year. So it'll be a lot of fun. That's going to be on Saturday evening. Um, doors open at five o'clock and I believe we start right around 5 30 PM, but, and that is again, sold out room. Like I I'm using sold out in air quotes in my head, but it's not sold out, but it is standing room only. Um, I mean, even myself last year, I did not have a seat last year. I got there and there was so many things and I stood in the back and I was like, man, it's so cool to see the entire industry pack into a room to honor these folks. So it's really cool. So hopefully we'll get to see see folks there. I um uh, I unfortunately cannot make it this year. Um I'm not sure for next. But I am I'm covering another convention. That's all You're, I'm gonna say. You got a lot to do. Well, we'll miss you for sure. Yeah, I, I want I want been wanting to go back. It's been too long since I've been there. But uh I couldn't do both, so we split it up so that we had coverage over both. Good idea. Which works out great. Well, I'm glad some of you will get to be there at least. So yeah, and whenever big... you said dress up, that doesn't mean everyone has to go and get their uh, sequin gowns and tuxedos yeah. or anything. I mean, there will be a lot of people there in in just the jeans and t-shirts, you yes. know, coming straight from the showroom floor and stuff. So that is totally fine as well. Well, you're kidding. I, That's a good point. We need to encourage everyone to wear their steampunk finest. <laughs> yes. I was more interested in the sequin gown. We can make that happen. <laughs> Jim, nobody wants to see you in a sequin gown. Oh, no, no, sure no, no. They do. <laughs> That's why he's not coming. He's like, I got to bow out. I'm sorry, folks. I can't do the sequin gown this year. I'm, I'm, I love y'all, but. Yes, that's a good point. Thanks, John. You know, I I mean, before I was president, I mean, same thing. I'd come right off the floor sweaty and, you know, exhausted, but that's okay. Like show up however you are. It doesn't matter. Um, the idea is that we honor people and we have a little bit of food. We have a drink and we celebrate the best of the best and we all go home happy. How uh, how long do the Oscars last? I, I know that, you know, there's more awards every year, but, you know. And, and it's a good thing you do have the food option this year because, you know, a lot of people, as soon as they leave the floor, they start looking for food yeah. options going out. And, you know, if, if this gets out at, you know, seven or eight, you know, there's usually long lines at all the restaurants on a Saturday night in St. Louis. So, yes. Yeah. Usually we stick to right in an hour and a half. That's our goal is always an hour and a half. Last year, I think we did an hour and 20. Um so, yeah, um, and we and that's part of, you know, part of this new production is because, I mean, God bless the people, you know, from the last few years, but some of their acceptance speeches were like 10, 20 minutes long. And we were like, we we love you and we think you're amazing, but we got to get people out of here at the same time. We have to respect everyone's time. So 
That's why now there's actually a lot of pre-recorded messages. Um, a lot of the haunts or the vendors that are recognized, they actually have a video that they submit, which is much better anyway, because then you get to see it on a big screen and you get to actually see their product really close up. And it's better than being in the back of the room watching someone at a podium. So people really have enjoyed these new videos. But yeah, we usually stick to about an hour and a half. That way by, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock at the latest, you're on the way out the door and you go meet up with the rest of your team or you go jump in line and you have a great a great time. And then uh, that means it's Saturday night. So by 9, 9 or 10 p.m., head over to the Marriott Grand on the mezzanine and there is a party happening. Yeah, yeah and these so. award show, the Oscars is not, um, you know, your kids' perfect attendance type awards, you know. This is fun. I mean, it's it's good entertainment. It's inspirational. Um, so it's it's a good time. What are some of the um, examples of the awards that are given out? Is it like best haunt, best actor, best makeup artist type thing? Or is it like legacy awards for people who've been in the industry 50 years? Or what What are some of the categories? All of the above. Um, so we have a, we, we used to have a big attraction award, like the big, you know, biggest, baddest attraction of the year. We rewrote that rule a few years ago. Um, and we now have a small attraction, a medium attraction, and a large attraction um, that we evaluate. We also have a Home Haunters Award, um, best home haunter that um, is all out there. We bring them in. Um, we have a Board of Directors Award specifically dedicated <clears throat> to honoring folks that have really given a lot to the industry. Uh, we have our Lifetime Achievement Award, which is, as it says, the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, we also give away three college scholarships. Um, which is also pretty awesome. Fearworm, Bloody Mary, and Froggy's Fog are our three sponsors, and each of them have a thousand dollars of what they do to give back to the industry and to support people upcoming. And so we give away those scholarships as well. And um, I think oh, and a vendor award, of course, we have a vendor award that we do—a small vendor and a large vendor. We usually do a. Um, Best Product of the Year Awards. Sometimes we announce it at Oscars. Sometimes we actually do it later post Transworld. Um, so that allows us to kind of see all of the new uh, products for the year. But there's a long lineup. Um, and it's, you know, every year we have different winners. Um, I, To my knowledge, I don't think anyone's won it twice. Um, the idea is to support um, not only the, the folks that have been doing this for a while, but certainly the new folks that are just killing it and really kind of changing the industry at lightning speed. So we, we try and balance a little bit of everything. And this year, because we've had so many nominations from other members, it's been really cool to, to broaden the diversity uh, and make sure that, you know, we as, as the board, I mean, you know, I think, you know, sometimes we're all kind of in our own tunnel and we know what's happening ahead of us, but we don't know what's happening across the whole nation as well as we would like. That's why we have representation of all different states, different areas. Um, but it's really great for members to kind of be looking out and say, hey, <clears throat> there's this gem that's just amazing. Check them out. And sure enough, we're like, wow, what a diamond this is. And it gives us a chance to award them. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It'll be a fun night. So once Transworld is over and we've had the awards, you've had the meetings, you've had the networking events and everything. What will the HAA do after that point from now, from, you know, 
February 6th until the haunt season technically begins. I believe you guys had a small booth at the Texas Haunters Convention last year, if I recall correctly. We were there. We represented. Yes. Yes. And we'll have a few more as we branch out. Um, I can tell you, I can, I'm going to speak for the whole board. I rarely do this, but I'm pretty sure the first thing on February 6th is we're going to do what everybody else is going to do. And we're going to put our feet up and we're going to (laughs) sleep. I don't know. I mean, I having trans world, I mean, I not, you know, even vendors that we're talking to, this is really throwing us for a curve to be a month early um, I mean, I was on the phone with Jen yesterday from Transworld and man, I mean, it's going to be such an amazing show. We've got so many vendors that are coming. The attendance is just is skyrocketing. I, at first, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit surprised and I was concerned that this was going to be in February, but it's going to be a killer show and so much work to do it all a month in a month less time has almost kind of been mission impossible. Uh, and, and, you know, even for us, because we have all these events to line up, there's just, there's a lot to do, but um, we're exhausted as a board. I mean, we're, you know, we've been trying to do as much as we can, um, but man, we're tired. So I know that's the first thing we're going to probably do is, is take at least a day or two to breathe. Um, but we've got, we have a team. I mean, you know, there's, there's 16 people on the board um, at least, I mean, everyone is pulling their weight right now to like really gangbusters, get everything ready for the events. Um, we've got a team of five or six of us as the core trans world folks that are just pushing 15 hours a day trans world. So we'll be excited when it's over, um, because it allows us to start on our new plan. Uh, so we have a lot that we're going to roll out. You know, we, we talked briefly about our new training video that's going to be happening, um, our uh, youth protection and safety program, um, that's going to be rolling out pretty soon. We did just make a new, um, very new news for 2023. All of our members have access to a background check. Um, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to mandate and require everyone to do it, but we are going to say, if you would like to do background checks, this is a company that you can use. And instead of paying $30 a person, you pay $12.50 a person. It's a really great deal. Um, so check your state laws. And if that's something that you are able to do, then you're welcome to use that tool. Um, we're going to roll out some new mixers, some new networking events. That'll be really great to have. Uh, we'll be getting sending out a questionnaire about what folks would like to do um, as we get ready for the next three years. From a conference perspective, um, we'll be boothing at Texas Haunters and at Fair Expo. Those are both going to be coming up pretty soon. So we've got um, the goal is... You know, it's it's a rock and a hard spot because everyone wants us to be at their show or their regional show. And we just we don't even we don't have either the money to, you know, we want to be respectful of how we're spending our members' money. And so we don't want to say, oh, sure, every single show, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna put a five hundred dollar per diem out every single time. Like, you know, we we want to be respectful of how we're spending money, but we are specifically gonna be hitting a couple of shows and then we're gonna rotate those shows. So we might be there one year. And then we might skip it the next year. We're going to go to another show and we're going to work really hard on being able to um, to grow our reach so that we can help be there to support more members. And in turn, more members will know about the association and will know about our industry. And that's going to bring them to these events more often so that vendors are able to sell their wares better. Um, we can media outlets like you guys can, you, there's great stuff to talk about and, we just keep doing our thing and keep getting bigger and bigger. And one day we'll 
take over Christmas and eat them. <laughs> did I say that? Yes. Yes, you did. Yes. We're, we're, love we're love okay. you Christmas, but <laughs> it's been great actually having Christmas at trans world, man. They're, they they do some really cool stuff. And I think it, it gives a lot of us in the haunt industry a chance to think about like, wow, I wonder if I could like, how do I duplicate that application in my area? So no, I actually really enjoy Christmas. I don't, I don't know about the Christmas songs, but I like Halloween. So, but, and how do you, ugh, when do you have time to build with all this other stuff? Right. That's, that's the big what question. A question. What are you doing from February to September? You're building, you're pouring molds, you're hammering and nailing and getting permits and, and still doing HAA stuff. Oh my gosh. When do you guys ever sleep? This is, this is the beauty of Fear Factory is that, you know, we have a team of 10, 15 plus people, 15 technically, that we're on deck 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, our build crew is already building. Um, our FX shop is is in full production of, you know, pouring. And we're lucky enough that we, we have that. And there's a lot of attractions that don't. Like there's, sometimes it's a one or two person show that's doing everything. I mean, I remember when that was me less than 15 years ago. And um, regardless of what size you are, there's a lot of work to do. You're right. I mean, I, I think if anything, I'm looking forward, the fact that Transworld is earlier means that it gives us an extra month to then breathe and hit the ground running. Because you're right. I mean, be, we're all going to blink twice and it's going to be September 1st. So get ready. Good times. And I guess I guess we'd be remiss if we didn't ask, how did Fear Factory SLC do this year? It was a good year. Yeah. Um, man, it feels like forever ago now. Uh, it was a great year. Uh, we we were very strategic in a couple of things. Um, we did increase our ticket prices. We were concerned about um, the R word. I don't know how you all feel about that. Um now we are seeing, in fact, we're going to have this conversation at State of the Industry um, because as um, as things continue changing and our economy uh, is changing and we're seeing all of these layoffs, I mean, there's there's probably 20 companies at this point. I think collectively, they're probably laid off 50,000 workers in the last three or four weeks. Um, and so we're seeing the writing on the wall that we are probably going to have to look at how we operate even smarter than perhaps COVID um, to make sure that we're hitting a net value and that, you know, our net growth is still on target um, knowing that there may be people who don't have as much money to spend on entertainment because of the recession. And, you know, they, they inflation that, you know, is impacting them and housing. And there's a lot, there's a lot happening. So we're, we're already formulating a best and worst case scenario um, on our budgets to make sure that we can plan accordingly. And we're just going to be reading the writing on the wall every single week, every single month, and just kind of keeping an eye on things. And hopefully people will have money still to spend come the fall. And they're going to come party with us just as they did last year. So we shall see. And of course, you know, we, we still have that pesky COVID flitting around in a lot of this. And, 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 And yeah. And you guys were on the forefront of safety. You came out with a PDF that was downloadable by any anybody that asked for it. Yeah, you know, we had you guys on the show a couple of years ago, right at the outbreak, started yeah. the pandemic, and 
Um, are you still offering that for people who are maybe starting and they need to know a little bit about, you know, sanitation procedures and social distancing and stuff, especially for people who may, you know, this may be their first year opening and, and could use some information? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. Um, I would say, you know, 60, 70% of that was specific to COVID, but that means there's a good 30, 40% of that that is operational benefits. So yeah, um, you there's a couple of areas you can actually go to. Um, it's, it is on the Haunted Attraction Association Facebook page. Um, you're going to have to probably search it because it's probably buried a little bit. Um, if you are an HAA member, and we haven't even talked really a lot about membership, but you can be a member for as little as 50 bucks. Um, we have a $50 level, we have a $125 level and a $250 level, depending on um, if you're charging revenue or not and what your revenue is. But even at 50 bucks, um, you have access to tons of resources in our resource library. And that's actually one of them um, that's on the back end of our uh, hauntedattractionassociation.com website. Members can log in and have access to all of those. And it's searchable. It's very fast to find it. Um, so there's a lot of ways that it's out there. And I think, I don't know where else it used to be. In fact, it may actually, you may even be able to just go into the hauntedattractionassociation.com website. It might even be under FAQ. Um, I don't know if it's still there or not, but it's it's out there. Um, yeah, folks are welcome to still use it and um, and put that thing to good use. So, yeah. And if you if you're not a member, consider being a member because then you can download the. I mean, we have a built in HR manual. This would cost you thirty two, thirty five, thirty eight hundred dollars to go to a professional lawyer or an HR consultant, you know, the Society of Human Resource Managers. Um, and say, hey, I need to have a I need to have a human resource manual for my employees. Boom, it's right there on the website. That's going to save you thousands of dollars right there. All the policies and procedures are there, operational insight is there, um, and our COVID structure is in that as well. So a couple of options. So there are benefits to being a member. Yeah, yes. Just a few. The <laughs> Just the list. A few. I'm very proud of the board. You know, we the goal was is to double the amount of resources for members within five years. And we have done that in three years. So I can only imagine what we're going to do in the next two years. So I'm really proud of that. It's, it's not often you find uh, a bunch of board directors in any industry that actually sets their goals and not only meets those goals, but exceed those goals. You guys have all done, <laughs> it is true. done a great job. Um, let me ask you a question while I got you. Yeah. Um, We've got kind of got you cornered where you have to answer questions, right? Um, how how are you guys feeling about the hiring issues? I know in this area, every haunt in this area had trouble getting workers. Um, we've raised raised our our wages. We've raised our you know little perks and things like that, and I think that's only going to keep getting worse. So, what do you have suggestions for that? And is that going to be addressed during the uh, state of the industry? Industry. That's a good question, Jonna. Um, obviously, it, it is market specific um, because here in Utah, we had an incredible hiring year. Um, it did dip just a little bit and we still had a pretty rough time. Um, so I'm sure in smaller markets and other markets in general, big or small, that it, you know it's either going to go up or it's going to go down. Um, I think... 
you know, as we look at the economy certainly changing and we're seeing unemployment numbers, you know, that are consistently on the move. Um, but I do think that as we're pulling out of COVID and at least we can see COVID in our rearview mirrors a little bit farther in the distance, um, I'm hoping that we're going to see hiring increase. And in fact, one of the things that we were asked specifically to do, um, myself and Heidi, uh, Heidi and Rob, uh, both some of our other owners, um, on I think it's Saturday, Saturday at like eleven something, um, we're teaching a seminar that's called Staffing Secrets, uh, the, essentially the keys and the structures to hiring and retaining, you know, a really great team that's loyal, and. Um, Obviously, it's a paid um, seminar through Transworld, but we're going to cover just a ton of the things that we do that are working for us. We recognize that it's not going to be for everyone, um, but we're going to kind of approach it from a small, medium, and large attraction ide ideology that, you know, if you're small, here's some ideas that you could do. If you're medium or large, here's some things that you can do. And so I, I hope that that will be beneficial. Um, we also have another, um, I haven't talked about this other seminar, we can talk about that in a minute, but I do think that hiring for the markets that have had a hard time, um, I think it is, I think it's going to be another year of kind of coming up with some really unique um, ways of, you know, pulling magic tricks essentially out of your hat, right? And I, I, I'm hearing that some markets are like, oh my gosh, we're out of magic tricks at this point. And so I think it's just a matter of kind of putting our heads together and having that conversation. And in fact, I don't know, um, John, I'm going to, I will message Nicole um, Ginsburg because Nicole is running that, that speed dating event that's happening Wednesday after the um, bowling event. And that would probably be a really great speed topic of what are people doing and how are they doing it? Were they successful or not successful? And kind of connecting some dots. So I'll put a I plug agree. in I there. I think it would be a great topic. topic. So yeah, that's a great idea. I've talked to a lot of haunt owners and that was the number one biggest issue they had in 2022 was staffing and hiring and retaining. So yeah, it would absolutely be a timely, timely topic. And, but you just mentioned another topic that you guys are teaching. Yeah. Um, so the other seminar that we're teaching um, is is uh, is by demand. Um, you know, for folks that don't know the story of Fear Factory here in Salt Lake City, we're an abandoned cement factory. We've been around for 10 years. That's it. Um, we're a 10 year attraction and we're about to clear two million dollars. Um, it's just incredible. The our growth of what we've been able to do. Um, don't get me wrong, because. $2 million dollars burns up fast when you're paying for rent of a property our size. You've got to, you know, you have a staff of 400 people. Um, it's a lot. There's a lot that's involved on our operation. But um, a lot of people have been asking us and saying like, how in the world did you guys do this? Um, and certainly part of it is market specific. You know, we're in a really great market. We love Salt Lake City and Salt Lake loves haunted houses. Um, but we have specifically been asked to teach a class that essentially is kind of step one of step 10 um, of what do you need to do to be able to get in line? What are the tips that you could use to either start a haunted house or to make sure that you're starting on the right footing if you're within the first three years of opening an attraction? Um, essentially, it's it's the stuff that no one told us. 
that we would have wished we knew and that people would have told us, you know, when we, you know, 11 years ago when the owners, the majority owners at the time went to Transworld and dropped a ton of money and didn't know what they were doing. They bought stuff from folks they never got product from um, and other things that they're like, well, we're just going to, we got to spend the money because we got to get it and didn't really, I mean, they knew what they were doing, but they didn't know all of it. And that's the goal of this seminar. Um, For the first time ever, you've got myself, you have Robin Heidi, and you have Keith Sharp. Keith has never taught a seminar at Transworld yet. Um, but Keith is our chief tech officer. He's in charge of our build, our logistics, our lighting, our infrastructure, our Wi-Fi, our plumbing, everything. For a property that big, you can imagine his his headache. So we'll all be in the room together. And and I mean, the, the PowerPoint is just, it's heavy. Um, it's going to be kind of a 60 things, you know, 60 secrets that we wish someone would have told us in 60 minutes kind of thing. And we're going to speed through it. Um, but we're really focused on what happens after that seminar as well. So you come to that seminar and we're going to give you some tips and some tricks, but we're going to give you a list that essentially you can use as a checklist to cut, copy, and paste and make sure that you at least are getting those items um, checklisted as well. And it's pretty cool because that checklist comes from previous really great big attractions who have made it really well in the industry who used to teach a similar class. Um it also comes from all of us. We actually pulled, I sat down with all of our, the rest of the, our ownership. Uh, and I sat down with all of our managers and our directors, um, especially the folks who have been with us since the beginning and said, what do you wish we would have done then knowing what you know now? And it's been really insightful. And so we've, we've, I've kind of like boiled down all of that content and we put that into a seminar. So that'll be um, that's Thursday. That'll be day number one, Thursday at 1245. That's in room 132. Um, for those of you that are going to be in the chaos class, I think it's the same room. <clears throat> so you'll be able to just stay right there, but it's called the foundations of fear. Um, essentially the foundations of fear factory, what we wish people would have told us at the beginning. So that's the other one. Any other questions from the host before we start winding down? I'm just that I can't be there until Friday night because now I'm hearing about more classes that I want to go to. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's, it's, my, you know, it's, it's my own fault. I decided to go on a cruise in March. So, you know, it's my own fault that I can't, I don't have any extra vacation days. <laughs> Do you know what I am? I love cruises. So John, good for you for taking some time to go on a cruise. So we'll party on Friday. Yeah. Is it a haunted cruise? Ooh. No. Shucks. <laughs> well, if there are no more questions, um, Spencer, give us the best reasons to join the haunted attraction industry, or I'm sorry, the Haunted Attraction Association, before we start getting the plugs from you. Man, honestly, you know, I think it's all about who you know. It's really about the network. It's about connecting the dots and supporting each other. You know, there's someone's got a really great idea, but I have learned that there are at least four other people who have already tried it and have either succeeded or failed, and they're willing to talk about it. So getting us in the same room is really beneficial. Um, and of course, education, just education, education. The more you know about safety, the more you know about operating, the more you know um, about our industry in general. Um, our goal is to support you and to be able to uh, make sure that we can do what we can and have you have the resources that you need. So I look forward to seeing you at Transworld. Stop by. You can sign up there. You can sign up right now if you want on hauntedattractionassociation.com. 
And great that you mentioned the website there because I was just about to ask you, how can yeah. people get more information through websites or social medias about the Haunted Attraction Association? So let's let's run through those websites and social medias one more time. And, and I do believe you do occasionally do live online streaming throughout Correct. the year too. So let, let's do. get some information on that. Yeah. So our main website, hauntedattractionassociation.com. Um, very simple. So Haunted Attraction Association. And um, from a social media perspective, we've got IG, we've got Twitter, we've got Facebook. Um, Facebook seems to be where most of our folks uh, utilize that. And so that's where Facebook is where we focus. Um, once you're a member, we bring you into and you'll actually get an invite through the Facebook um, logistics to be able to be part of the Haunted Attraction Association members only group. That is the gold of gold, um, because from there, you have access to all the other members. You've got access to all the other media outlets, including the Big Scary Show. You've got all the folks that you need to be able to really launch um, and or to continue launching. And so a lot of times people, you know, post and say, hey, guys, you know, I run a um, I, I run a hayride and here's my question for you. I haven't really come up with this before. And sure enough, there's two other people that chime in and be like, oh, yeah, that happened to me two years ago. Hang on, I'll PM you and I'll send you some details. So it's a really great way just to kind of connect. Um, that's probably the best way to find us is through either our main Haunted Attraction Association Facebook page or our website. Um, and if you're already a member and you have access to the members only page, then lucky you because then you can message anybody that you want. You can reach out to us primarily as board members. Um, there's a lot of experience that we try and bring in as we diversify our board. So we want to make sure that we're giving that content as well. So you can look at us. You can look at our skill sheet and go down the list and find what you're looking for and find the five board members and send us all a message. So it's pretty awesome. Indeed, it is awesome. Spencer Terry is the president of the Haunted Attraction Association. For at least another year, I believe. Once again, yes, haunted, sir. haunted. If they'll have me. <laughs> Once again, hauntedattractionassociation.com. Go find them on the social medias, or go find them at booth two zero two three at Transworld. So we want to thank you for taking the time to speak with us here at the Big Scary Show. I know you are, you know, putting out all the little fires that you can right now, proverbially, and everything as we wind down. You know, it's it's going on two weeks from now. Yeah. Oh, my God. By the time oh, this man. airs, it'll only be a few days away. But we could not do this also without our great hosts, including Storm. Always learn, learn more. Always. This is when I feel the most bummed out that I'm not getting to Transworld each year is uh, after conversations like this and, and everything. But uh, a, lot, a lot of great information. I don't even have a good joke for the end of the show. What? How is this possible? Uh, there will be 25 other opportunities That's this year for a good true. joke at the end yes. of the round table. Well so. We also want to thank Meat Hook Jim. Well, you know, Storm doesn't have a joke. I don't have a joke. Tacos. I'm game for that. I haven't had I dinner like yet, so there you go. Tacos are a solution to everything. Right. Pretty, pretty much. Also <laughs> want to thank the old crone, a.k.a. Jana, for her inputs. Hey, I will add one more item that is really a great benefit by being a member and that is the resources the resource library for members is 
fabulous and is is worth the the membership fee just right there. Sorry, not very funny, but you know, there it is. <laughs> My name is Drew Badger in Charlotte, North Carolina, and if you are watching Bob Turner doing his thing during Transworld, don't ask him if he has a pickle in his pocket. Trust me, just don't. <laughs> You're listening to the Roundtable of Terror here on The Big Scary Show.
Greetings, listeners, and welcome. Watch out. Don't trip over that torso. It's time for Between the Corpses. Greetings, listeners. Meat Hook Jim here. And on this episode of Between the Corpses, we continue our journey of torture and execution with the Knights Templar. <clears throat> At the beginning of the 14th century, the Knights Templar fell from the heights of glorious heroism to gross villainy. Men once lauded merely at the sight of their distinctive garb were subject to hideous torture. Most were executed. At the root of the Templars' downfall were basic human instincts, greed, and envy. The Knights Templar were famously wealthy, and it was their money that supported the monarchs, papacy, and barons of the era. Finally, Francis King Philip IV grew weary of the burden of debt and provoked the crisis that brought the Templars' movement to its knees. A generation earlier, no one would have predicted the demise of the Knights Templar, whose very name inspired thoughts of honor, courage, piety, and Christian devotion. Originally known as the Order of the Poor Knight of Christ, the organization was established in Jerusalem at the time of the Crusades to protect pilgrims visiting Palestine from Muslim infidels. The French Knights Hugh de Payens and Godfrey of St. Omer instigated the military movement in 1119. Their Jerusalem headquarters stood next to a building called Solomon's Temple, thus the name Knights Templar came into common use. The group became Europe's elite. Feared by Muslims, they had a reputation for extraordinary exploits on the battlefield. The Templars' bravery in the service of the church earned them personal backing of the Pope. They were recognized by their costume of white mantle with red Latin cross on its back. However, as the political scene shifted in the Bible lands, there was less need for the God's bodyguards and the role of the Templars evolved. Each knight was compelled to hand over his wealth to the group. Consequently, it became inordinately rich owning literally thousands of castles. Wisely, the Templars put the money to work and began an efficient banking system, which spread across the continent. With the wealth came power, and with papal protection, the Templars seemed unassailable. However, King Philip IV had other ideas. The surest way to topple the Templars, he felt, was through a charge of heresy. He was assisted by a disgruntled Templar who provided the necessary evidence and already had Pope Clement V on his side. On October 13, 1307, the Templars were seized in dawn raids. Such was the secrecy surrounding the operation that only a few were forewarned and escaped. In captivity and under torture, the Templars were charged with sacrilegious acts, 
idol worship, sodomy, and the denial, the denial of Christ, God, the Virgin Mary, and the saints. After the Templars were routed in France, other European monarchs were encouraged to follow suit. The pursuit of the Templars culminated on March 19, 1314, when the last Grand Master Jacques de Molay was burned at the stake. The Templars' wealth went mostly to King Philip, King Edward II, who tackled the order in England, and the Pope, and the rival Knights Hospitaller. It is said that, as the flames rose around him, Molay cursed King Philip and Pope Clement to join him in death within a year. Both were dead within eight months. Although wiped out 700 years ago, fables still surround the Knights Templar and the religious artifacts they allegedly gathered from Jerusalem. These include the Holy Grail, a piece of the crucifixion cross, King Solomon's treasure, the lance of Longinus, which pierced Christ's side on the cross, and the Ark of the Covenant. Aside from their priceless value, most of these items are attributed to have supernatural powers. Wow. How the mighty have fallen. And everything I'd ever read before had the Knights Templar in high regard. But you never know what you're going to find out. Stay tuned to the next episode. Ohio Haunted House owners, actors, and enthusiasts, join the new Ohio Haunters Association. We are working with haunters across the state, from home to pro, to strengthen the Ohio haunt community. Open to all owners, actors, makeup artists, prop builders, designers, and Halloween paranormal enthusiasts. The Ohio Haunters Association, where haunting is the heart of it all. Look for us on Facebook. Time is running out for the people of the Asylum of the Insane. Asylum of the Insane, where madness is the norm. Filmed in horoscope, see thrilling scenes in 3D. Three-dimensional terror jumps off the screen and into your lap. Obtain your free 3D blood shield glasses upon entering the theater. Rated GP, but not recommended for impressionable children. Asylum of the Insane, produced in Hollywood by Maniac. <laughs> It's a cold, snowy night here at the Old Crones, but we're staying warm by the fire. If you hear snoring in the background, that's just my hellhounds hibernating for the evening. Anyway, we've been giving lots of tips here on the Big Scary Show for all of the trade shows coming up. Well, you know I've got to give you some more. So here are my top five tips for taking your staff to trade shows. Number one. Clarify that this is a trade show and not a convention. Be professional. While these shows are a lot of fun, don't forget that they are representing you and the industry. Number two, make sure they know the dress code. No costumes. Typically, your haunt shirt or any kind of swag representing your haunt is advisable. Be proud of who you are, right? 
Number three, have clear expectations regarding what they are financially responsible for and what you may be covering for them. In regards to food, hotel rooms, gasoline, things of that nature. Number four, have an itinerary so everyone knows where to be when, especially if your staff is taking different classes or attending different events. You want to be able to find everyone when you need them. And you don't want anyone missing a class that you paid for. And number five, consume adult beverages responsibly. You don't want your haunt shirt on the back of someone passed out in the bushes. Now, I will be at Transworld, so if you see me out and about, please stop and say hi. I'd love to meet you. And until next time, don't forget to stir the cauldron. Enter the haunted world of Frightvine and discover an environment dedicated to promoting your haunt. Target customers who will influence others on attending haunted attractions as Frightvine brings in scream seekers looking for haunted places, events, and accommodations of every sort. Various exposure options give you the ability to reach your audience throughout the year. Don't be afraid. Go to Frightvine.com now to add your haunt for free and see for yourself the difference Frightvine will make in your haunt listing. Spook House. I want to be your vampire. And the white on the big scary show. Came down out of the mist. It came closer. And closer. I felt breath on my face.
children of the night. What music they make. Your actors, your props, yourself. If they're worth dressing right, they're worth Von Karam. When you scare enough to wear the very best. Boncaron.com. V-O-N-C-H-A-R-O-N.com. As we slide back into the swamp where we hid the body, we would like to thank the following sponsors. Screamline Studios. Creepy Collection. Dark Imaginings, Fright Finder, Haunt Pay, Von Caron Productions, and VFX Creates. We'd also like to thank Virgil Franklin, Master of the Ether Muse. And we couldn't do this without the three ghosts, including Badger, Haunt Consulting and more, rabidbadger.org. Meat Hook Jim. Check out his other podcast at WrestleHorror.com. And Storm, Rants and More, HauntMinute.com. And finally, you, the listener. Without you, we are nothing. The Big Scary Show is copyright Big Scary Show LLC, and no rebroadcast of this show may be made without express permission of the owners. All music used on The Big Scary Show is used with expressed permission of the artists themselves.